Hey, welcome once again. This is Ellen Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform. Access is the key to dialogue. At Iron Dove, you can find both. Come on down, talk it up, and let's see what we can figure out. I was thinking about post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD as they call it. Basically, a reaction to a highly traumatic event in a person's life. And it can be any kind of event. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be uh, an event that stems from war or, you know, a huge terrorist attack, as in the World Trade Center. Uh, many people have experienced very traumatic experiences. Um, that would include things like rape, loss of a parent or a spouse or a sibling, uh, watching some violent car crash or something like that. There's all kinds of different things that can that can trigger um, an episode of post-traumatic stress. Um, but the thing to keep in mind is that it's a syndrome that affects just millions of people. And it can be so debilitating that people will actually take their own lives because they don't know how to deal with it. And, you know, what made me think about this is, is recently... My son had to do current events for school, and he was remarking how really terrible it is that a uh, soldier went to Iraq, he fought in the war, he, he did what he was supposed to do, he came back, and he was suffering from, you know, uh, post-traumatic stress, and he had trouble really coping. Just how do you go from a situation where you're experiencing violence and terror on that level to come back to ho-hum apple pie America and go watch a baseball game. In your brain, you, you need to find a place for these experiences. And I started to think about the whole concept of how do they treat this. And, you know, the treatment for this kind of thing generally are drugs that one of the side effects is suicidal thoughts. Which So that's useless. That's a useless thing. What the reality is is that the way that people need to manage this is not by giving people drugs, but by nurturing them through it. Anyway, this poor guy survives the war and then kills himself. Just so terrible. Anyway, I was thinking about it. Your brain is basically a computer, and sometimes stuff goes on that has no file. It doesn't have, you can't file it in uh, dates with my friend or file it in Oh, that goes under holiday experiences. I mean, there's no place to put horror. And you can't even file it under horror because it's, it's more than just horror. Some of the symptoms can include things like nightmares, flashbacks, emotionally detaching yourself from people around you because you feel like they don't understand where you're coming from. So you don't want to, you, you avoid social situations. Some people can't sleep, you know, the inability to concentrate, People have irritability and anxiety where all of the sudden something will trigger a feeling where they'll panic and have a panic attack. I can't really speak for other people. I can only speak for myself. And I, and I have to say that in a situation where you are under stress for extended periods of time, and that's what it is, when you go to a place where you are fearful for extended periods of time, that continual chronic fight or flight anxiety, it's going to take a toll on you. It's just, it's just going to. Anyway, 
started to go back into traumatic events in my life that, you know, they don't seem to have a place to live. And, you know, I'll go through life just fine, fine and dandy. And then they'll just, you know, poke their ugly little heads out and send me tail spinning into some big black hole. So I started to think about what is it that the problem is. And, you know, it's, I guess the best way that I can, I can put it is what I thought about today is that, you know, allowing your brain to process the event in a way that it can find a place to rationalize the experience. And that's all it really is, is it's everybody, anything that ever happens in your life, it's always a why, you know, children, what are the first thing they ever ask you? Why? And if you can answer the why, then even if the why is something that you don't particularly appreciate or whatever, it still gives you cognitively a, a, a an understanding and a place to categorize. Because, I mean, your brain is just a freaking computer anyway, and it needs to be able to do this little database thing. But if you have data that doesn't belong to part of a particular tree and it's just floating around in there and it's just floating around and floating around and it keeps banging into other branches and it doesn't know where to go it's really disturbing and it disturbs all of your other you know cognitive pathways because it doesn't have a place to live so it just keeps bashing into things and and you know here you are trying to think about okay well wait a minute I got to think about geometry but bash you know oops where's that stupid thing keeps bashing into me now what was I thinking about oh right you know what I mean? And I think that's one of the biggest things that causes people to be depressed and people to feel stressed out and, and to feel like that hopelessness. It's confusion because confusion is the root of the panic of the problem. It's the thing that makes you feel out of control. People feel okay when they're in control, cognitively, physically, emotionally, whatever. Once you feel confused about whatever, you feel like you're at risk. You don't know the answer. You don't know the direction. And so that's like the, the guts of the thing that needs to be addressed. And that confusion is because this extra information, these little bits of data, are just roaming around bashing into things and knocking you off course, basically. So that fight or flight is what the confusion evokes. And once you go back to that fight or flight, it's the trigger that makes you fearful. You know, it's, and, it's, and it's this thing that feeds on itself. The more fearful you are, the more fight or flight you feel. The more fight or flight you feel, the more that these kinds of episodes become bigger and more difficult to manage because you become more out of control. You have less ability to focus and concentrate, and it really comes down to that, being able to be in control and focus and concentrate. Your brain isn't focusing because you're, there's this stuff that's floating around that doesn't know where to be cataloged. So does that help us any? No, not really, but that's my moment of insight. I mean, I get it. I actually understand it now, but... I don't really know what to do about it. I think the answer is support. Having like uh, a buddy. Not like a buddy that you pay $175 an hour and you talk to him once a week, but a buddy that you talk to daily. Somebody that's with you regularly, often, that you check in with, that you talk to. How are you doing today? What's going on? That kind of thing. 
until you figure out what it is, because sometimes you don't even know what it is. Sometimes it takes years to know exactly what it is, but once you know what it is, then, then you can manage it. So part of the whole thing is just having somebody be your support while you're trying to figure out what it is that's banging around in there and torturing you. And then once you figure that out, then, then you're good to go. But by giving people drugs, it just slows down the banging around process, you know, and then it's like banging around in slow motion. Whoa, bang, boom. So the confusion level, it doesn't really clear it up. It just slows it down so it doesn't, like, make you flip out. But, you know, it doesn't really do anything to cure it, to help it, to change it, to help your brain process it. And like your computer gets like all messed up and there's bits of information here and there and you defrag it. And it's basically defragging your brain. And um, once you get through that process of defragging it and putting everything in its proper place and putting everything connected to where it's supposed to go and all that, then, then you're good to go. And, you know, stuff still hurts. It doesn't go away like that. But, you know, if you can manage to get it out of the way of the other stuff that you want to spend your time thinking about, then uh, then you're all set, I think. I don't know. Now that I've figured out this great idea, I'm going to try it and I'll let you know if it works. So drop me a note and uh, let me know what you think. I'd really love to know. Until next time, this is Elle at Iron Dough, signing out. <laughs>